really excited for the Q&A, so I'm just going to go a little bit about my background and share some things with you. And I really want to dive in the Q&A because I really believe that there's so much value in your questions. And I want to answer them right away. So my name is Alec Cuenca. I'm 24 years old. And I was born in Olongapo. I was raised in Olongapo. And my childhood wasn't as enticing as I wanted to be. It was very dramatic, to say the least. When I was a child, my mother, she was working abroad. And my father, I was stuck here with my father. And my father was addicted to gambling. So my mother left my father and... uh, uh, she stayed in abroad for a few months, a years, and sometimes my father would gamble all our food money away and leave us, leave me and my brothers for a week, two weeks, and then he'll come back with we have no food and all that stuff. So it was really challenging. My childhood was really challenging, but you know, I, I got, I got to push through for my brothers, for myself. So I kept going. The, the worst part about that childhood was when sometimes me and my father get into this argument and would, he would sometimes beat me up. And there was this one time that he beat me up and I said, enough is enough. I was 13 years old at that time and I said, enough. And so I, uh, fortunately, I had some so they gave me a separate house. So I got to live all by myself uh, at the age of 13 years old. And then it was very challenging, my teenage years, but it was better than my childhood years. Because of one main reason, I met the love of my life. At a very early age, I was fortunate enough to meet the love of my life at 13 years old. And four years of high school passed. It was, you know, as exciting as it could be. The next thing that happened with my life is when I was deciding for college. The thing is, when I was deciding for college, I didn't have any options. I didn't have any preferred course or program. So when my mother saw the ad from Mapua that says, you can be an engineer for four years, something like that. By the way, it's a total scam. <laughs> Just kidding. But when she saw that, she bought into that. And then she said na nak Manila ka na lang mag-aral ka sa Mapua and me I don't I didn't have any options I took the opportunity to go there so she sent this 16 year old to Manila without you know him knowing how dangerous the streets of Manila were how lonely it is to live away from your family and although I was living alone at that time it was still hard to be like really far away from your family and your relatives and so she sent this 16-year-old who had a hard time figuring out how to be or live in outside of his comfort zone. So I went to Manila, you know, and I, st- I still tried. I did my best. And I was rewarded by Mapua. After my first term in Mapua, I was rewarded by two failing grades. I failed at algebra and trigonometry. The most basic subjects, the most fundamental subjects in engineering. So I failed that. And that was the time that everything just started, you know, uh, breaking up for me. I started falling down. I, I lost my self-esteem from, from that point on. And so fast forward, you know, I'm going to give you guys a little mystery. Fast forward. Right now, I have amassed almost 500,000 followers on all, all of my social media platforms. I am a mental health advocate 
I am the host of Small Talk, one of the top podcasts here in the Philippines. The podcast ranked number two, just below Joy Spring in the self-improvement podcast charts on Apple Podcasts. I'm a content creator. I post daily motivational stuff on Instagram and on TikTok. So you guys might be wondering, okay, wait, now that we know parts of your life, why should we even listen to you? Like, what, what's the point? Why am I here in front of you guys talking and speaking right now? And to be frank, I don't know. I don't know too. But what I do know is that every decision that I made in my life has led me to this point, sharing my story and message to you guys. Back when I was in college, I actually dropped out of my original program, which is computer engineering, and came back as a manufacturing engineering. And I'm really sorry if you can hear the dogs. So I came back as a manufacturing engineering. And during my free time, I studied everything about self-improvement. And it all started on uh, one day I was sleeping sa friend ko, sa condo ng friend ko. And there was this book, this Rich Dad, Poor Dad book. And although it was a business book, it was brand new. It was sealed and said, can I, and I said to my friend, can I read this? And he said, well, I'm not interested in that. You can have it. So I, I got it. And that was the first time that I read something that actually, oh, I didn't read any books. I'm not a fan of books, fiction, nonfiction. I didn't read any of them. But on that moment, when I finished the book, I just couldn't stop reading. I just couldn't stop learning about these things that could help me as a person and as a leader. And so I, when, when I was in Mapua, I spent all my free time in, my, in the library. You know, instead of playing computer games, I spent time inside the library, at the library, reading books about psychology, motivation, business, uh, investment, um, mindset, all of those stuff. And I tried to read as much as I can during those periods. And back in... 2016, I mean 2018, I had my iPhone, so I started creating content. I started YouTube. I started uh, uploading videos on YouTube, but it failed because uh, I just didn't get a feel of it, and it was really hard for me. And so I still tried. I tried podcasting, and that worked out, and I still tried a lot of things, and I created videos on TikTok. And so now I have... a a lot of people, you know, hearing the message that I'm trying to speak. And so why I shared you my story, even though it was full of failures, even though it was full of disappointments and heartbreaks and struggles, is to show you guys that if you want to be a leader, you don't need to have any title. You don't need a master's. You don't need a PhD. You don't, need, you don't, need, you don't even need a diploma to lead. But of course, those things can help you become a better leader. It broadens your knowledge. It gives you more uh, feel of what you can specialize on. But you don't need it. What you need is already inside of you. It's here. It's in your heart. If you have a heart that wants to help other people, if you have a heart that wants to see other people succeed, if you have a heart that wants to make this world a better place, 
then you can be a leader. And that's the essence of being a leader. Lead, uh, ultimately, a leader is not judged so much by how well he or she leads, but by how well he or she serves. It's about serving. So leading is serving. And that doesn't require any title, any diploma or certification or any of that stuff. If you have a heart that wants to help and serve, then you can lead. Hey guys, let me just jump in real quick. I want to remind you that Lazada's biggest one-day sale is coming this November 11, this Wednesday. And if you're like me, who loves to shop at very low prices and who just enjoys free shipping vouchers so much, then you cannot miss this chance. Make sure that you add to cart the things that you need right now and click the link below when you check out on November 11. You can also use the voucher code DNA1111LAS to enjoy 111 pesos off your first Lazada purchase. So, I'll see you on November 11 and happy shopping. And so, what are the things that can actually help you or make you a better leader or a leader that actually provides value and that that's ultimately the uh the, the purpose of being a leader if you can provide value to a lot of people or not even a lot to some people to even if even if you have one follower even if you have five followers 10 followers even if you're leading a council of 50 100 500,000 it doesn't matter what matters is how much you can give value to them, to the people around you. And so what are the tools or the techniques that you can, you can actually use to become a leader that matters or that, that can have an impact, that can uplift other people and help them get to where they want to be or help them become who they want to become? I've listed out some of the, the qualities that I feel like both of us need to reiterate and practice in our, in our, in our path to leadership. I abbreviated it in the, in, in the word leader, and I started with letter L. First is you need to love yourself. Leadership starts with self-leadership. There was, there's this quote. It's the, that says, the happiness of your life depends upon the quality of your thoughts. And this quote was said by uh, a very famous writer and philosopher, the beacon of the Stoic philosopher. Do you guys know him? His name is Marcus Aurelius. Do you guys know him? Marcus Aurelius also had another side job. He was not only a writer. He was not only a thinker. But he was also the emperor of Rome back in the 32 AD. Yeah, he was doing that stuff. You know, he was writing, he was thinking, but at the same time, he was leading Rome to one of its best periods in life, in history. And so what, what's funny is just as with this quote, the happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts, 
you wouldn't imagine the current leaders that we have to say this kind of phrase, to say this kind of quote, right? Because um, most of um, the corrupt leaders that we can see from the society that we have today is not really indulging themselves into self-mastery, into self-improvement. What made Marcus Aurelius one of the best leaders in history? He was, I think, the one of the last five remaining best kings in history. What made him very special is because he was able to master himself. He loved himself so much. And I want you guys to love yourself as well. You guys might be thinking, wait, I thought we're here because we're leaders and we're supposed to serve. Why should we love ourselves, right? The thing is, you can't pour something out of an empty cup, can you? It's hard to serve other people when what's inside of you is limited. So you need to figure out a way that you can love yourself to dig deep and find that eternal source of or unlimited source of kindness, of compassion, of love, and uh, all these other qualities that we're going to talk about. You need to dig deep into finding that unlimited source. And you can find that if you love yourself. Because it's hard if you serve and you serve and you serve, but you're taking so much away from you and you know that you what you have inside of you is limited. It's not sustainable. It won't hold you up. Iba ma-burnout dahil sa bigay sila ng bigay. Naubos na yung para sa sarili nila. And so, what's important is you find a way that you can love yourself and apply self-mastery. And what are the tools that you can you can actually use on how to love yourself? First is self-awareness. Leaders are mindful. And when I say mindful, they have this quality of being aware of what's happening, of matching their expectations to the reality that they are in, of they are aware of their strengths, of their weaknesses, of things that they can improve upon. They are mindful, you know, and they're not accepting as much, but they, they are acknowledging everything that is happening around them. And so I want you guys to practice being self-aware, being mindful of how far are you from the goal, how, where are you exactly in your life right now, and what's the destination that you want to be in, where you want to lead other people, or how, how you want to lead other, other people to, where you want to lead other people to. So first step that you can do that, first tool that you can do that is to be self-aware, be mindful. The second is self-reflection. Leaders are thinkers. And as we can, we can see from the best leaders that we have, that they are one of the, the best people or thinkers that we've ever seen. And, one of, and, and the, the worst leaders that we have are those who don't think. And so self-reflection is a tool that you can use and can be really beneficial for you so that you can think. You give yourself space and time to reflect on what's happening and to think about concepts, principles, values, or better, you can reflect on, uh, again, your reality and your expectations and all that stuff. And so I suggest that you at least take 10 minutes of your time in the morning or before you sleep to reflect, to reflect on yesterday, 
or to reflect on what happened today, as long as you take that time to reflect on yourself, it can change your um, pers- pers- perspective on yourself and that way you can love yourself more easily. The last uh, tool for loving yourself is self-regulation. Leaders have responsibilities. Self-regulation means self-control, right? We, as leaders, are always faced by certain decisions that we need to uh, act upon or decide upon like really quickly. But the thing is, our emotions are always um, you know, battling with our minds and our logic and our rationale. And the thing is, if you cannot regulate on how you can control or how you regulate your emotions, it's your decision's gonna be all clouded and judgment and um it's 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 gonna be really messy the decisions that you're gonna make. So one thing that you need to understand is you need to have self control. And the way to do that is to understand that there are things that are out or um, outside your reach. There are things that you cannot change. But there are things that you can. And what's that? It's your responses. It's your reactions. And leaders have responsibilities. Do you know what? where did the word responsible came from? It came from the words response-able. You have the ability to respond. So if you have a responsibility, you can control on how you respond to that situation. There are things that are, with, uh, that are outside your control, but there are these things that if you just focus on th- these things, if you learn how to manage it, to regulate it, it can help you love yourself even more. So that's the first one. Love yourself. The second is empathy or uh, compassion. Compassion means to suffer with, right? And um, this trait, you know, empathy, is what separates the good leaders from the bad leaders. There are leaders who lead with fear. We all know leaders, whether it's in our um, councils or in our businesses or in the government, there are leaders who try to lead with fear. But the problem with fear is that um, people only um, follows you because they need to. It's not because they want to. And you'd rather have members of your population or um, or, uh, members of your council or your organization to follow you because they want to follow you, not because they need to. It's so much, uh, well, both ways you can have it, like you can still be successful both ways, but wouldn't you rather have people who follows you because they want to, right? So the other leader is a leader who leads with compassion, with empathy, with an understanding that 
I need to understand you first so I can make better decisions for the organization, for the council, for the government. If you are a leader that looks out for your members, for how they feel, how they um, respond and react, you'll create this safe environment where you can both become successful and you will be in total harmony. So empathy is commonly described as the ability to put yourself in another person's shoes. And it's not the same with sympathy. Sympathy, parang uh, you feel sympathy for another person, that you're sad for another person. But empathy is the, the trait or the skill that allows you to understand how they are feeling. And it's really uh, saddening to see that as children, we were taught to have empathy, to be compassionate towards other people. But as we grow older, our empathy just goes away. And, you know, this skill or having empathy is not necessarily putting yourself into other people's shoes and decide how you feel when you're in when you're uh, in their shoes when you're wearing their shoes it's to try to understand how they feel while they are wearing their shoes or in that where, while they are in that position you know, you know luckily we can train ourselves to become more compassionate through daily tasks through practicing empathy to start even with ourselves if we apply self compassion then we can be more compassionate to other people and this is very relevant in leadership because if we don't show that we care for the members of our organizations or the people that we lead it's so hard to solve problems and to help people and to serve people become who they want to become or get to the place where they they want to be and I want you to remember this quote. People won't care how much you know until you show them how much you care. Even if you're the smartest person in the room, people won't listen to you. If they see like you don't care for them. So before you show them what you know, show them first that you care. Because people won't care how much you know until you show them how much you care. And whatever your natural endowment for empathy, your capacity for empathy and skill at deploying it begins with your own physical and mental state. Because when you are ill or you have problems inside of you or if you don't love yourself, you'll always end up having empathy just for yourself. You'll always prioritize yourself. But how can you serve other people if you're just having empathy for yourself, right? So you got to, again, go back to the first point that I had, is which is you need to love yourself, and then you need to apply, apply empathy. Hey guys, let me just jump in real quick. I always believe that knowledge is power. 
So if you're looking for books that can potentially change your lives for the better, I curated, I made, and I recommended a list that you can find in the description box below. And if you're also looking for microphones and equipments that you can use when you want to start your own podcast, then I listed my recommendation list below. It's the things that I use. It's the things that I love. The things that I've listed below helped me in my self-improvement journey, and I hope that it can help you too. You can find them in the links below, and I hope that you check them out. That's the second tool that, that, I sh- that I'd like to share with you guys. The third skill or tool that you can use is to ask questions. Be a student of life. Progressive leaders ask questions and encourage other people to ask questions. When we allow ourselves to ask questions, we can then create or find the idea that we need to find in order for us to manifest or make the the goal that we have a reality. And Every success that you can see, whether it's in management or leadership or even you know entrepreneurship or business, it all starts with an, with an idea. And you can only have that idea if you start asking questions. So you gotta be curious. You gotta be a student of life. Again, as, as I've said earlier, you don't need to have a diploma, but you need to have the knowledge on how you can lead your people, your council, your tribe, your organization to the place that where they want to be you can only lead them if you have this specialized knowledge and how you can get, how can you get that you need to ask questions ask questions from your peers from people who are older than you who are better than you who have already done what you want to do you got to ask questions even the people who are younger you know i really believe that every single one in this world can teach you something and so every conversation that i have i always try to open my mind and always try to ask questions right we need to um have this curiosity of looking for ways to Uh, improve ourselves and so what i want you guys to ask you know this is a staple question that you, you you guys can ask every single day am i doing the right thing or is there anything to be improved upon you always ask yourself this question every single day no matter how high you get no matter how successful you get no matter how um or even if you're just starting you need to be able to ask this question Am I doing the right thing or is there anything to be improved upon? And essentially, there are two ways to learn in this life. Number one is make mistakes and learn from it. Number two is is if you learn from, sorry, typo, learn from other people's mistakes, right? So how can you learn from other people's mistakes? You ask questions. Okay, so always ask questions. Number four is you need to dream big. You need to create a vision. 
dreamers are the people who can change the world. As I've said, if you have the heart that, that you want to see to uh, you want to see this world become a better place, then you can be a leader. And leaders are dreamers. They create this vision inside their heads and believe it with all their heart that there is this future that can benefit the people that I'm leading. There is this world or reality that exists in the future that where, where everyone that I care about, that I love, is successful or happy or living a purposeful and meaningful life. Dreamers are the people who can change the world, right? We all know Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs was the best entrepreneur for me. Well, personally, I feel, I feel it that way because first and foremost, he was a dreamer. He was a visionary. He dreamed, he dreamt that there is a time that every single person in this world has a computer inside their houses. Because back in the 80s and even in the 90s, computer was something for nerds, for um, enthusiasts and hobbyists. But now, we can't live uh, if we don't have a personal computing device, whether it's our cell phones or it's a computer, it's our laptops or it's our tablets. What Steve Jobs did is he dreamt of, he, he envisioned something and he made, it, he made it happen. And so I want you guys to not only love yourself, to have empathy, to ask questions, but I want you guys to dream as well to create this um, reality that you can have in your minds. Because trust me, anything's possible. Remember this quote. I want you guys to read this quote. The greatest danger for most, most of us lies not in setting our aim too high or and falling short. But the greatest danger that we have is in setting our aim too low and achieving our mark. Well, uh, back in 2017, when I dropped out of Matpua uh, from computer engineering, I was brokenhearted because I experienced my first ever breakup. And you know how first breakups are. It's really hard, right? And so I did what other uh, reckless, naive teenager would do. They would wreck their lives more, right? So I wrecked my life. I spent uh, my days drunk, I tried drugs, I didn't eat right, my sleeping pattern was off, and I was depressed. And there was a time that I wanted to kill myself. And uh, as I was com contemplating it, um, it's a long story, but I'll just <laughs> shorten it out. I wanted to kill myself, right? I was depressed, and I felt like no one was there for me. But when I heard my mother's voice on the phone, when I was traveling to this place where I planned to kill myself, when I heard my mother's voice, uh, I snapped out of it. I learned that, what am I doing? What am I doing? I was hit like that. And so uh, I went home. I fixed myself. tried to get my act together. And I started creating content. Because I had a dream before that I would create a platform where people would 
allow themselves to be vulnerable. And there is this platform that will remind them that someone out there cares for them. And they, they don't have to give up. But someone out there is rooting for them. And so that was my dream before. And it, before, it was all just in my head. It was just, in, in, it, it was just a dream. But right now, it's happening with TikTok, with the podcast, with me speaking in front of you guys. It's glimpses that it is possible to have a dream and to make it happen. And so I want you guys to dream. I want you guys to think of something that you want to have or what you want to exist. I want you to start dreaming because it can happen. Number five is you lead by example. Practice what you preach. Uh, when I was, you know, starting in the self-improvement track, of course, I had all of these knowledge, right? And when you have all of these knowledge, you can easily point out what's wrong with other people, what you can improve on other people's lives. You can do that, right? When you, you have all this knowledge, you can easily spot the things around you that you want to improve on. And for me, of course, the first circle that affected me was my family. And my family, my relatives here in the house, uh, they were problematic before. And so I wanted to change a lot of things. And there was the, my, this particular cousin that I have. Um, he was uh, miserable. He was sad with his life. And he, 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 he had a lot of dreams. He's very, he had a lot of potential. But he, uh, I, I saw that he was um, indulging himself in self-pity and, trying, and, and, and unconsciously making the wrong, the wrong mistake, uh, the mistakes that he did not need to, to make, right? And so I tried to change him. I said, this is what you need to do. This is it. I read this. I read about this. I, I, lear I know that this is the answer. You only need to do this. You need to follow what I'm saying, right? But he didn't follow it. Even though it was the right advice, he did not take it. He didn't. And so that's when I understood that we can't change people, but we can inspire them to change. Sometimes people would take your advice if you show them that it's possible. Because if, you, if you're a leader and you just talk, talk, talk all the time without you actually practicing what, 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 what's your, what you preach, it's hard for you to, to be trusted. And, uh, you know, a few years afterwards, right now, when um, I'm manifesting all the, you know, I have the numbers or I have now the platform, which what I also gave, uh, which what I'm preaching is the same stuff that I was preaching a few years ago. But he did not take it because, well, I, he has, I have no credibility, right? And so what I did was, okay, I'm going to prove you something. I'll, I'll, I'll try to build it and I'll show you that this is possible. So I did. And now he's coming to me for advice. And he asked me, Alec, what should I do? And I said the same advice that I said three years ago to my cousin. But this time, he believed in it. Because he saw that it's possible. You're, 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 what you're saying is what you're doing. And it's so much easier to trust a leader who practices what he preaches. So again, we can't change people, but we can inspire them to change. And we can inspire them if we become an, an example, if we, if we walk the talk, right? Actions are not 
louder than words. You know, I want to fix that one. That's a cliche. I believe that actions must be aligned with your words. They're not uh, more um, important than the other one. You need to preach it and at the same time practice it. So your actions are just as important as your words. If it's misaligned, it's a lie. Yeah, so be an example. Waste no more time arguing about what a good man should be. Just be one. Okay, lastly, last tool, you need to repeat. You need to do it consistently. Now that you have these tools, now that you have all of these knowledge, make it your duty to put them in practice. All the things that I've been saying here, it means nothing if you don't put it into practice, don't apply it in your life. Not just today, but every day. Hey guys, that's all for this episode. I hope that you learned something from this. And I just want to give a huge shout out to the Batanga State University for having me as their speaker. I enjoyed this so much. And yeah, if you like this podcast, make sure that you leave this podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and share this on your IG. And do not forget to tag me at Small Talk Podcast so I can see your insights and I can repost it as well. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys next episode. Bye-bye.